Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Hello and welcome back, all you hookers and slices out there, to another episode, a very special episode of the Downswing Golf Podcast, presented by 4Champ. I am one of your co-hosts, Stan Blakeley, and with me, as always, is someone who's fresh off Whistling Straits experience, Ryder Cup experience, I got Nick the Stick. Nick, how you feeling after your experience? Yeah, my first Ryder Cup. I'm one and zero. One and zero. Yeah, no, it was amazing. Got to take my dad yesterday, just a practice round. But uh, I mean, it, it was awesome to see all the the best swings in the world. I mean, you just think like a normal tour event, you get a handful of the best players, and this has arguably, you know, twenty four of the top 25 in the world. I mean, I know a few guys are outside of that, but uh, it, it essentially has the top 10 at least, if not more. So it was just, I know. I, yeah, it was amazing. I mean, pretty much everything about it. I mean, it, but it was busy. It felt like I've been to other tour events like on the weekends and it felt like a weekend day at any other tour event. And oh, yeah. it was a Wednesday practice round. Yeah. At Ryder cup is something else. There's nothing oh, like it. <laughs> Yeah, it is a spectacle. Biggest show, greatest show on grass. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, it's just gotten bigger every single year, too. You know, it's just growing and growing and growing. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, with the, uh, the us versus them culture and just uh, the patriotism, you know, everyone has for the flag, so. Right. You know, and, and it's also an event that, you know, only comes to U.S. soil once every four years. You know, it's kind of like the Olympics in that sense. It's not yeah. like a tour stop that happens every year. It's, you're waiting for it. You're planning for it. You're excited for it. Everyone's yeah. excited for it. Yeah. Yeah, you build up for it. And so it just makes it that much more special. I mean, I don't know. It's always been a big deal to me. I mean... Uh, you know, just some of the best matches, and I just like the different format. I mean, it's it's so different from everything else in the world of golf, like uh, the regular PGA Tour, just because of the team aspect. The different, you know, it's not just stroke play. Um, and then, yeah, you bring in you bring in fifty to hundred thousand fans per day of just craziness and people chanting and singing and. I think yeah we're we're stealing a lot from that uh, European football league, uh, the Premier Football <laughs> League, and all the chanting that was going on yesterday. It was pretty. It was pretty cool. I mean, we might need to get some better chants than USA. I don't know. USA. It's, it's a classic, though. It works so well. <laughs> yeah, it does. I'm not saying get rid of it. I'm just thinking. <laughs> Think outside the, think outside the burger. Find some, uh, find some chance that, complement it. Yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, what can you expect from a bunch of fans who yell Baba Booey and mashed potatoes? <laughs> we're not the, we're not the most, uh, I don't know, quotable bunch. Yeah. Yeah, let alone if we could come up with something. Then you got to get people to, like, remember it and be in chorus. and Yeah. Uh, but I mean, the each European football team figures it out. Yeah, but they have they have a long history of of songs and chants. Like at some point they didn't. <laughs> at some point they didn't, and everybody needed. Yeah, when they started. What? So those people in the fifties were smarter than us? Yeah, probably. Have you Have you looked at the news lately? Right. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Baba Booey. <laughs> Got to see Bryce and DeChambeau hit bombs. Oh, hitting bombs out there. Uh, yeah, it is a show. It is, I mean, it is long. it's as long as they say on TV. Oh, I'm sure. It's, these guys, it was 340 to the end of the range from what they said to mm-hmm. uh, all the other guys. And there was like a, a, a green at 330. All these other guys were hitting right to that green and stuff or like just short. And Bryson just sent it over the driving range. There's a bur- a berm at the end of the range, and like at first, like we were like p- people around me were like, like I don't, I'm not seeing it bounce. Uh, I don't, <laughs> I, I, I can't. Am I, am I going blind? I can't, I can't see it land because it wasn't landing. It was going over, sent straight into orbit. Yeah on a freaking line too I mean they're just they're gone they just go up then they keep going up then they go up some more and then they just don't stop and they just keep going can't stop won't stop wicky wicky <laughs> beep 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 <laughs> yeah I've I've never seen Bryson drive in person but I mean I've seen some long hitters I've seen guys like Dustin Johnson <laughs> you know yeah uh, and Rory McIlroy but yeah Bryson's just on another level. I can't imagine what that's looks like yeah. in person. It sounds ring. like. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, yeah, it just sheer power. I mean, and it, I mean, it, it, the swing is the same in person, but it like, it looks more controlled in person. I don't know why it looks like he's flailing on, on TV to me, but it was, it was controlled. And then his ball flight was, you know, nice and nice and, like it looks straight every single time, like like all their shots. I mean, those guys are yeah. so flipping good. Oh yeah, how straight they hit it every fucking time. Yeah. Um, but I guess I mean on the range it's easy. I mean we all hit good ones on the range, and you know. Right. Yeah. Talk to me on Sunday and see how you're doing. Yeah, we're all we're all pros on the range. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's, there's no <laughs> root, there's no root on the range. Right. We're all. We're all pros. We're all pros. Perfect lies. No pressure. Yeah. No, he he makes Dustin look normal, like you're just average. Um Yeah, it was Man, I was gonna say something. Um but no, he uh Yeah, it was just uh fun to watch. Got to hit him hit quite a few and but yeah, every and everybody cheers for him too. Like as soon as he put like as soon as he touches the driver head cover <laughs> they're just like yeah send it let's go and he, he just he knows I mean it also helps that you know 
everyone's on the same team here, right? It's Team USA. He's on Team USA. There's no, there's no. I'm rooting for this other guy, so I don't want Bryson to hit a good shot here. He's on our team. We're yeah. pulling for everyone on Team USA here. So yeah, freaking. Let's have your best driving week ever right now, Bryson. Let's hit one like 400 yards out there. Let's do yeah. it. Let's do hit, it. Hit bombs. Bombs. Um, yeah, and you could do it. I mean. Yeah, and I was also amazed, like, as windy as it was, which it was... Oh, man. It looked windy with some of the some of the video I, I saw. I don't know if it was from today or, or, or yesterday when you went, but it was it was looking brisk out there. Yeah, today yeah today was colder, so it depends how many jackets you saw. And Phil, was, Phil was bundled up, let's put it that way. Yeah, and they were... The, the, the captain, the co-captains, or the vice-captains... We're bundled up yesterday. I mean, I think oh yeah, I they're, they're not swinging. Jackets. They're not but, swinging. They're just they're just standing there watching, basically. <laughs> yeah, but they look like they're almost about to go skiing. <laughs> I mean, they're used to they're used to playing. And I know. wasn't swinging, and I was wearing like a oh, t-shirt. Yeah. You're also a native Wisconsinite from up north, yeah. there, eh? I knew. I know they do make them pretty soft down in Arizona. <laughs> Most people are marshmallow pancakes. That in Florida. Yeah. Got to be a little tougher to come come to the Northwoods. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I was gonna say. But just even their ball flight. Like I mean, even when I know I hit shots, like it seems like oh the wind takes it, and you know you sometimes don't know where it's going, and all them like they're they're still like. You know, picking like, you know, they don't even aim for like a person. They aim for like the button on the person's chest off in the distance. Yeah. And like, and then they just hit these ropes, the balls that just go right at it and don't move. Just piercing ball flights through yeah. the wind. Occasionally there's a miss hit or like where it's, you know, in the rough. Yeah. But yeah, it's impressive. Yeah, it was. I mean, you you know about it, but every every time I go to a tour event, I'm I'm re-inspired. Yeah, it's one thing to hear about it and talk about it. It's another thing to just see it in person. It's like it, words just really don't do it justice. Yeah, how good their ball striking is. Yeah, and just the the sound and the ball flight and everything about their swings is just like another world. <laughs> it's just unreal. Yeah, you, you just can't believe every shot comes off so fucking crisp. Yeah. And and you think like, yeah, my swing's feeling pretty good. I got it. It's looking good. It's it's feeling good. It's it's got a good ball flight right now. It's nothing compared to what they're doing. Yeah, every day, all day. I mean, because that's all they do. I mean, I guess it's all they wanted to do. I mean, they grew up playing and under pressure. I mean. I get it. People hit bad shots. On, you'll see it occasionally on the weekends. Yeah. Tournaments, but, yeah, of course they do. But, like, in practice rounds, it just doesn't seem like it happens. Like, because they're so loose. You know, they're just they're dropping balls. They're hitting flop shots over a bunker that just land perfect and trickle to the flag because there's no pressure. Yeah, when there's no pressure, they can do whatever they want Yeah, out there. Yeah. No, and the, uh, I don't know. Yeah, the um, so I don't know if it'll be if it's windy, it could favor the Euros. I mean, 
those guys are you know they grew up in the uh in those elements i mean but otherwise i think you know the we have the the longer hitters and i mean it is it's definitely a long course uh there you got to hit some you do got to hit some bombs yeah um did you see that the european team they when they came out yesterday they had uh cheese heads and uh, yeah i saw that they were wearing their head. They had like a green and gold stripe down their shirt. Oh, and they were wearing pack, packer hats. Packer and then they like, cheese they, heads. Yeah. Most of the most of them signed everything, and then like threw it into the audience. Mm-hmm. And I was really close to getting a cheese head. Oh I was a few, man, I was a few rows away. Do you know who threw that one up? Uh, who was that? Um, yeah, that was Poulter. Uh, oh, I could have gotten Ian Poulter's cheese head. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they were all. No, I would have kept it too. But oh yeah, um, obviously. Well, they were trying to make it. They were trying to get them to kids, but. Um, right, but yeah, it's tough to do. Yeah, when you're just hucking it. Right. Up there. But. Yeah, I don't know. They're trying everything they can to sway away the, the home crowd, which it was brilliant on their part. Yeah, you know, and it doesn't help when, you know, Steve Stricker, I mean, he is a Bears fan. Did you hear him in that ceremony? I, I, I saw bits and pieces of it. I didn't see. Yeah. But that takes, like, ball. that takes balls. Like, but, just, but he, like, that's, that's known though, or it should have been known. Like, Like, uh, I mean, he, yeah, he's from Wisconsin, but he, he went to the University of Illinois. Yeah. Just leave that part out. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like. <laughs> no, and we, well, he real and he said right away, too, he's like, yeah, no, don't turn on me now. We need you. <laughs> I mean, they, they want the fans. They, and they'll get them. I mean, that's not going to. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to change people's opinion. We're still going to root. Team USA. Yeah. So yeah, I'm still a big fan of Stricker. Like, you know, sports allegiances kind of all go to the side and everything. You know, nobody's perfect, Nick. That's what I have to say about that. Well, you have to forgive people. No matter what she says, nobody's perfect. (laughs) Nobody's perfect. Um, Because, yeah, they're going to need the fans. Like, it seemed to be... It was like 95, 98% Americans. Like, I mean, and I get we're an American, it's practice round, but um, I because of COVID, like, I don't think, I think the flights were limited. Yeah, um, I believe it. They had to cancel. We also stayed and watched, there was a junior Ryder Cup. Um, there was gonna be Americans versus Europeans and the whole European team of juniors had to cancel because of COVID. So they played these like modified best ball Groupings uh, with the juniors, so yeah, they're I think they're hurting for fans. I mean, but I don't know. It kind of all plays into their style. Like they they say they're the underdog. Well, they've won you know they've won nine of the last twelve Ryder Cups. Yeah, they've they've won four of the last five, seven of the last nine. Yeah, they you love know, to be the, the underdogs. They're the defending champions. I mean, they've been yeah. They've been just great in Ryder Cups, um, and that that takes a lot of the pressure off. Like, it does, it does, and you know, as you mentioned, whistling straights, 
is kind of like a European course. I mean, it's essentially in it, it like it was built. Essentially, the vision of it was to bring Irish golf to the shores of Lake Michigan. The states, yeah. Like it's it's basically a replication. It's a very like, I mean, overdone replication of Irish, you know, Ireland golf and Ireland golf courses. Whistling Straits is a is a caricature. Basically, it's just so out there and so ridiculous at points. But yeah. Yeah, Pete Dye did an incredible job. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But it's yeah, it's it's not your typical, you know, it's not Augusta National, it's not Pinehurst, it's not a Parkland type of course, you know, that you see in the United States. It is a it is a rugged course. It is a European ish course. Yeah. So United States they're going to have to play well. They're going to have to have the fans behind them. They will. I mean, as you mentioned, they're going to have the majority of fans, as they should. But also with COVID, you know, flights, you know, or limited flights and everything. Some Euro, Euro. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There will be. But I'm, I'm, you know, it's not going to be probably as much as it would be if there wasn't, you know, a pandemic going on. Correct. So, United States, like, this is, like, they got to get it done. They they can't have another 2012 at Medina, you know? They can't have a meltdown at Medina. Yeah. No, I mean, it just seems like they have all this pressure. And, like, you could tell, like, I don't know, they were smiling and stuff, but, like, just this sense of urgency of pressure and, like, taking things, like, obviously very serious, but, like, I like the looseness that the Europeans play with, and they, I mean... Well, yeah, but they have... The Europeans have... I mean, they have a a lot of players who've been there before. Right, the U.S. team is... I mean, they've got players who've been there, but they've got a lot of first-timers as well. Yeah. I mean, and... when If you're Europe, you know, you're the defending champs... The worst thing, the worst thing that happens, is you lose the Ryder Cup on the opponent's turf. Like, yeah. like yeah, losing the Ryder Cup isn't you know what you want, but it's different when it's on your home turf. Like you have to win it when you're on when you're at home. It's yeah. just one of those things, and Europe has done such a great job of that. I mean, they've. When it's been on European soil, they've won, you know, every single time since. Yeah, the last time in France, they, they really handed it to ni- us. Nineteen ninety-three was the last time the United States won in European soil, yeah. and Europe has won on U.S. soil multiple times since then. Like <laughs> multiple, multiple, multiple times. They've multiple. won in New York. They've won in Michigan. They've won in Illinois. Okay, three times since, well, at least since 1993. But, I mean, like, they, there's no reason for them to have pressure. Like, they're, they're not the underdogs. They are the, the Ryder Cup studs, basically. They yeah. are, they are the winners. Yeah. No, I just think we're, we're so individual, like, 
we're just so used to playing stroke play. Like I think that's part of it. The big, the well, that's one of the big things that, to me is like in Europe, and especially like there's six uh, players from England on the team, and in England, like I mean, they literally all up up through high school, college, like they play foursomes matches, yeah. they play four ball matches. Like there's some courses. He, uh, I just heard Paul Casey today say today which was incredible there's a few courses like you can't play unless you're playing a foursome like you have to bring somebody and you have to play alternate shot like that fucking blows my mind like that's interesting i that's what i thought it was like i I, and so i'm sure there's like two courses in the country that are like that but like either way (laughs) i mean the, the competitive good players like we have match play in college and the ncaa but that's about it um, you know the states have individual match play championships, but like, you know, and then you're playing your own ball. But like, we're just not used, to, especially that scotch is a tough format. Um, but either way, I just they just consistently putt better than us is the other big thing that it always comes down to. Like, I mean, just there's ton. They're both teams are filled with ball strikers, but for some reason they just seem to make the big putts, and we've missed we've missed a few. Oh, drive for show and putt for dough, especially when when the the whistling straight starts to whistle. And that that wind picks up. Hey, you know, maybe maybe we can just drive a couple balls into the holes. You know, maybe that'll help us. Don't even have to worry about putting. Yeah, just hole it out from the fairway. No big deal. Friggin', I did that. Well, if you did it, I know these guys can do it then. Right. That's what I mean. And I did it in a Ryder Cup format, so they can do it. Yeah, speaking of, how'd your Ryder Cups go while we're... They went, they went well. They went well. Um, yeah, this was, I think, like the fourth. So you're coming off back-to-back Ryder Cups yourself. Yeah, weekends. Back, back, back-to-back weekends of Ryder Cup first off, so first off did you win did you like the team that you were on win yes and no week one week so, one was a yes week two was a no yeah week one was a yes and then week two was the first time I've ever lost one of these Ryder Cup events it was the first time you have yeah and we lost by a single point you know 14 and a half 13 and a half um did your did you do you guys do matching uniform? Yeah, you wear wear red and blue. Week week one we did m- matching uniforms. It was yeah, team red and team blue. I was on team blue. Team blue won. So eh, eh. is there a trophy? <laughs> uh, not at the moment, but they're talking about potentially creating one. This was the first year I've done. I was invited to that one. The week one. The week one one. Gotcha. The week two one I've done it for a couple of years and. And then, so then, what's what was your record week one, week two? So week week one, I did three matches because it was just twenty seven holes. Um, and I went one win, one draw, one loss. Um, the draw, I came back from two down and sunk a thirteen footer. Singles match. Uh, yeah, singles match for that one. Came back from two down. Sunk a 13-footer for birdie on the ninth hole to to tie it up. 
Yes, nice. That was that was a pretty cool feeling. That's a hell of a half point. Yeah. Uh yeah, I walked that one into. I knew it was in halfway to the hole. <laughs> oh, that's great. It was that was such a good feeling. Um that's awesome. And yeah. did any like was there anyone else watching? Yeah, I mean we had so we were paired up, so there was like two matches per tea time basically, yeah. right? So so yeah, I mean the other two people. Are yeah, there. but if it's on the last hole, sometimes there might be an audience. Oh uh, no, we were the first. We were the first group. Some out. groups don't make it to the whole eighteen, like or the whole last hole. No, we were the first group out, so yeah. we were the first ones done. So, there. but still, you still had other people watching. Yeah, walked it in. That's yeah. great. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, and then week two matches. And week two matches, I won twice, drew once, and lost once. Um, yeah, and the first win I got, we came back from two down multiple times in the match, and on the eighth, sec- second to last hole, the eighth hole, because it just it was nine hole match. Each of these are nine hole matches. Um, alternate shot, I hold out for eagle to take a one up lead heading into the last. Yes. Yeah, that was the first time I've ever holed out from farther than, like, a chip. It was, really? Yeah, it was unreal. That's so awesome. Yeah, it was so cool. And it was it was one of those, like, it was a type of green where it, like, kind of funneled to where, it like, the whole right side funnels to the left and the pin was on the left. And yeah. I hit exactly where I wanted to, like, right side. And it just, you know, hit right side of the green and funneled all the way down. We could see it the entire time. And it was just like... Yeah, it's going to be close. It's going to be close. And then all of a sudden, the ball just disappears. Like, oh! <laughs> yes! <laughs> I've always oh, wondered what my reaction would be, like, yeah. in a situation like that. And I literally just, like, threw up my arms, dropped the club. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I didn't know what to do. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's it, awesome. It was such a cool feeling. But, yeah, and, and for it to, like, put us up by one to go into the last hole or whatever and, and then, then we you got the win and then we yeah we drew the last hole and so we got the win so or half the last hole but yeah it was a fun time we ultimately ended up losing you know my team ended up losing that um yeah that well one, you won that match and that was that was those. i had the i had the shot of the the event the Ryder cup there yeah that's for sure oh, it was super man. cool but I hit some bombs out there, man. I hit a couple, like, 300-plus-yard drives out there, too. Oh. There, it was a little downwind and a little downhill, but still. A little something. A little something helping me out. But I, I, I had some Bryson in me that weekend. I was hitting oh, some yeah. bombs out there. Hitting bombs. Yeah. Yes. That's that's awesome. But... No, that's exciting. Uh, yeah, so your game is peaking here. Too bad the season. Well, you still got another month, but yeah, I got. We got time here. We got time. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, well, today it was cold up here. Uh, I think it was down in the low forties for a little bit. But, oh really? Ooh. And then it was cold. I mean, because it was cold, they were on the Ryder Cup. They were all wearing jackets and beanies. Yeah, what, I mean, it's. I think it's supposed to be nice tomorrow for them. I don't know about wind. 
But then the weekend's probably going to be a little chilly for them. It's probably going to be in the, the 50s. I mean... At least when they're teeing off in the morning. Yeah, it's totally hit and miss because next week's supposed to be super nice in the mid-70s. Or Yeah, yeah, next week's supposed to be nice. But I think this weekend, at least down here in Milwaukee... Yeah. It's going to be like high in the, highs I mean, in the that, 60s, that, so... I mean, and again, that favors the Euros, so it's like, I mean, are they ever going to bring... A Ryder Cup in late September back to Wisconsin. I mean, they because they've had Minnesota and Michigan, so they seem to like the Midwest. Yeah, they've right. Uh, well, Illinois. That's where Medina is. But they, yeah, they okay. So they did have one in Michigan. You're right, Oakland Hills Country Club in 2004. But um, yeah. but the last, I mean, yeah, the, the last couple. I mean, they've been in the kind of the Midwest. A lot lately. Yeah, Michigan. Then they were in Kentucky at Valhalla in 2008, which is not really the Midwest, but it's it's kind of like in that transition period. It's in like the edge of a lot of – it's not East Coast. It's not like deep South, but it's not Midwest. It's like a border state there. <laughs> and then, yeah, Illinois, Medina in 2012, Minnesota – you know, Hazeltine in 2016. Yeah, which, that's the one I was thinking of was Hazeltine uh, four yeah, years they ago. they had four ridiculously nice weather. Correct. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just hit or miss, but. Like, they, they could have easily had just terrible weather <laughs> at that at yeah. that place. But, uh, and yeah, then, the, yeah. Last, the last two American Ryder Cups, like, are essentially driving distance for us. Mm-hmm. Easily. Yeah, and then. Wisconsin this year. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we've uh, we've been blessed here in the Midwest with with Ryder Cups. That's for sure. At least lately. And once again, they only come to your home soil once every four years. So, yeah, pretty nice. Yeah, and then in two years it'll be in Italy. Is that what I? I believe so. And they're switching. They're switching to odd years. Did you? Oh yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're just keeping the schedule now. With it, so being moved from twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty one, they're just gonna. They're not gonna. Only have like have another one next year. Yeah, they're just they're gonna. Just bump them all. And they they've done that in the past, um, both. Both them, the Ryder Cup, and also the Solheim Cup have, has done that as well. And speaking of, you know, that Solheim Cup, Europe, Europe won that one. So, Team Europe is going for the sweep here in these these events. Blah blah blah. I'm just saying. Just saying. We gotta we gotta figure something out. We gotta find a way to bring this one home. We gotta. I mean, we gotta break the streak. I, I hate the idea, like I do, of people like, you know, they're already looking to blame, you know, like who gets the blame if you don't win and stricter better win. Otherwise, it like tarnishes his reputation. But it's okay. It's, it's not the end of the. <laughs> no, I mean, I've been like listening to radio. and That's your first the, problem. <laughs> don't listen to radio. Listen to podcasts from guys like was, us. It was on podcasts. Oh. And I was like, even on the Golf Channel and like. David Duvall has been keeping it in perspective. Like, yeah. I mean, everybody's already like, what if we lose? Like, and they're like, everybody, because they're feeling the pressure. But I hate the idea. Like, I mean, don't even think still, about it. Don't even think about that. What if? But 
I, I try not to, but like we, you're right. I mean, just we do. We need it. We, there, we really need it. There are so many scenarios that can happen to, you know, if we would end up losing. Like, there's no point even speculating on it. Just, just, just do it. It well, if it happens, it happens, and then you can discuss it then, and you can talk about okay, you know, maybe this this one dude who was you know has been great for us in Ryder Cups, and maybe you just went zero and four or whatever in this Ryder Cup or whatever the record yeah. could possibly and historically be. Historically, it's been because our stars don't get the amount of points that they need to, right? for being the number one and top five in the world. Right. And what are you going to do in that situation? Like they automatically qualified on the team. Like, okay, you're, you're, you didn't put them with the right partner or the right matchup. Yeah. Like they're the best players in the world. Like go out yeah. and win it. <laughs> yeah. At least that's my opinion. Like matchups yeah. are such a, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't think they're that big of a deal in Ryder cup in, in terms of, like you you you're playing you have your the best players in your country are playing oh, like yeah. so like they just need to go out and win it whoever they're matched up against yeah it shouldn't matter but it seems to and so that's just the thing where we haven't got it done and we just haven't made the the, the needed putts at, yeah. the, at the right time so yeah it's uh are you going to watch a lot of it this weekend? I will. I'm going to do my best to. I got. Yeah. I, I plan to. But. I want to watch a decent amount. I mean, I can't be glued to my TV. Right. I kind of want to go make some swings myself. Yeah. I'm, I'm planning to go out and play Saturday morning. I'm going to watch the Ryder Cup after that. But then I'm going to, like, the Brewers game Saturday night. And then. Um. Or Saturday afternoon, basically. It's a late afternoon game. Yeah. You know, Sunday, nice. I think I'll have more time. But, like, Sunday evening, I got stuff that I'm doing Sunday afternoon. So, like, I'm going to do my best. That's... Yeah. I'm definitely going to be keeping track of it. But, yeah. Like I said, it's it's tough to, tough to be glued to it um, when you got other things in life you got to do. <laughs> but... Yeah. This isn't... This isn't our... Technically, we're not getting paid for this yet. We're we're not getting paid for this, but maybe someday we will. Who knows? Uh, but not right, not right now, not right now. But we're doing our best, and that's all that matters. Anyhow, yeah. speaking of enjoy your Brewer game. Hey, I got in, I got invited to go. I well, didn't. I'll invite you to watch the Ryder Cup with me. <laughs> One's a lot more closer. More closer. You know, English. Um, speaking of you matchups. Mean, just, get, just get on I-39 and head north. I mean, you'll be here. It's, it's, yeah. In no time. Yeah, like three hours. No big deal. Um, matchups for, for Friday. For Friday morning, they're out. Yeah, which, which one are you most excited about? So... Let's just quickly, let's just quickly go over them so we know what we got out there. Uh, opening match when everyone is super amped in the morning for at seven oh five. Seven oh five. It's gonna be cold as balls. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's probably gonna be like low fifties, maybe maybe even forties. Like 
the Ryder Cup event that I did uh, this past weekend, Saturday morning when we teed off, was in the 30s. Way up there in the Tomahawk area. But, uh, yeah, like, you got to just go out there and figure out how to swing a club. <laughs> and you only get to swing every other one. Yeah, that's true. Um, Horseman's match. Um, yeah, it's going to be early. Because you think about it, like, those guys have got to get there at, like, 6 a.m. to warm up. Yeah. At least. Probably. Well, yeah, because, I mean, they, it's days are getting short around here. And you oh, yeah, the, the sun. is 36 tomorrow. Yeah, the sun comes up. Right, like right around six thirty ish. Yeah. But yeah, they'll be out there. They'll be they'll be going. They'll be cold. But yeah, seven oh five a.m. We got Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth together to face John Rahm and Sergio Garcia. It's a it's a nice start to the Ryder Cup. Some big names there. Everyone and everyone, all the fans are going to be super amped. You're going to see, you know what you're going to see? You're going to see everyone yelling and screaming in the stands, and you're going to get this video of just, you know, breath in the air. Just, you know. Smoke. Yeah. It's going to look, it's going to look cool. It's going to look cool. Hey, which, are you on RyderCup.com? I am. So you're probably seeing the same pairings I am. So who's, who's the... Who's Rory with in your fourth group? Ian Poulter. Yeah, I'm here. It's showing Shane Lowry for me. What? Yeah, can I? Can I share my screen with you? No, that's illegal, sir. I mean, I think I think you're on the wrong. You're on the wrong site. Friday matches. Let's let's see. Let's see what it says. Yeah, on, Wik- on Wikipedia it says McIlroy and Poulter. I know, and I wa- I watched most of the <laughs> ceremonies today. Like I know that's who it was because that the first and the last match are the ones I'm most excited about. Like Cantley and Shoffley versus McIlroy and Poulter uh, to end the morning, and then the Thomas Spieth, uh, Ram Garcia. But no, I'm. Like, yeah, click on the scoring tab. I I did not. I, I clicked on the red thing at the top. The red yeah. banner at the top. So, yeah, you're, at, you're looking at a different screen. And, yeah, that one is... That one says Laurie. So that one's wrong. <laughs> So, you can see it too. Okay. Yeah, I was yeah. like I, I was just, I'm on a different screen from what I what I'm reading is more of like a press release than the actual like scoreboard. But yeah, the scoreboard is is not updated. It should not say Shane Lowry up there. With McElroy. Yeah, it, it's McElroy and Ian Poulter. Oh man, somebody's getting fired for that one. <laughs> that, that, is- that this is this is Steve Stricker in action right here. He's putting that there so Ian Poulter doesn't show up. Ian Poulter's gonna look at the screen. He's gonna pop this up on his phone. And he was like, "Who am I playing?" I can't yeah. do an Ian Poulter accent, so I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry about this. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'm not playing this morning. And he's just not gonna be there. It's gonna be Patrick Cantley and Xander Shoffley against Rory McIlroy all by himself. 
Shane Lurie's not going to show up because he knows he's not supposed to be playing. But Ian Poulter, he's going to get confused. Yeah. Have you, speaking of impressions, have you watched Connor Moore's? No, I've, uh, I've seen a couple of his stuff. It's flipping hilarious. He, he's got a good Ian Poulter. Yeah, I mean, he does most of the golfers pretty well. He's pretty good at impressions. I think he's funny as shit. He's amazing. <laughs> I, I love watching his stuff. Um, yeah, no, I was like, what am I looking at? Like, So, anyways, the, so that was the answer to my question. I was like, which match are you looking forward to the most? If I had to pick one, it's probably it's probably that last match. I mean, Cantley, you know, he's Mr. Quiet, focused. You know, Xander's our gold medalist. And then they're playing, like, arguably, like, Europe's two golden yeah, you got two first timers for the U.S. Yeah, against two, yeah, Ryder Cup heroes basically. Yeah, I think that, that one's gonna be fucking. Imagine, cool. imagine if Xander and Cantley upset them. Oh, what a what a start! What an end to the Friday morning matches that would be. Well, see, are they favored? See, because it, now it's it's like. I mean, if you're, I can't imagine. I I can't imagine Rory McIlroy and Ian Poulter are not the favorites for that match. Just based on previous experience, like they're big dogs. They're Ryder Cup big dogs. Yeah, I'm just trying to find what the bookies are saying. No. Oh, the the bookies are all about money and bets. They're, it's not necessarily like, like like who the favorite is necessarily. They're putting odds and and everything to drive money. That's exactly what it is. Is they're they're basing it on like where the money's going because they want. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they're necessarily like the favorites. Like, like I'm not. It's it's, it's what it's what it's what the general public is betting uh, on. And the gen, like, I'm not saying the general public is, like, sometimes they're wrong, like, but they're they're taking all the, in, they're taking oh they're taking they're, all the information. They're the, the betting favorites that, that the announcers are saying, and like, I mean, they're the because, betting favorites. Yeah, but because they're it's what the I, general. I, I'm not arguing about this. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I think I don't exactly care this much. What it is. <laughs> it's. I, like I, I don't care what the what the odds makers and, and Vegas is saying the book the bookies. I don't care what their lines are. Roy McIlroy and Ian Poulter are the favorites in my mind to win that match. But if but I don't care what the bookies are saying, yeah. But I'm saying my, my like my point is like if seventy percent of the world. Thinks They're wrong. Seventy percent of the world is wrong. Cantley and and Shoffley are the favorites. Then who's who's the favorite? Just because just because Clay thinks like in your common you're sense, of, you're thinks one that. Opinion. No, no, they're 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 betting that way because they they want you an upset. Gold medalist and the number two ranked player in the world versus you know what's Rory and Poulter's like number fifty seven in the world. But this is the Ryder Cup. 
It should be a good match. If you're listening right now, folks, <laughs> call in and tell us your opinion. Le- tag us if, on social if media. If the majority of people think one team is the favorite, like, who's the favorite? Are we taking one opinion or the majority of the public? Uh, They're the favorite because the most people want them to think that they should win. And I, my point, but I also agree with you that like the majority money. people are just, they're not going to get off this Poulter bandwagon and they're going to, they're going to side with you. So I, I'm not, they, they probably do have him picked as favorite, but I mean, I definitely would bet on Cantley and Shoffley. I mean, I don't know. God, yeah, Rory and All right, all right, all right, okay. All right. I would I would I would love if, to get odds. I would love to I would love to get odds on Cantley and Shaw. If this was stroke play, yeah, I would pick Xander or Patrick over Rory or Ian. But this is not stroke play. This is Ryder Cup matches. That's all I'm saying. Anyhow, that'll be an exciting match. Yeah. Match number two, 7.21 a.m., Dustin Johnson, Kyle Morikawa against Paul Casey, Victor Hovland. I think that one, I think that one favors the U.S. in my mind. What do, what do, the, book, what do the bookies say about that one? I don't know. <laughs> whatever you say, whatever you like, whatever you like make, makes them the favorite. Okay. I think they're the favorite. I think U.S. is the favorite in that. I match. like some that just makes them the global favorite. I think, as as a team, the U.S. are the favorites, right? Yes, they're for the week. Yeah, the the, uh, the current U.S. is at minus two hundred, and the Europeans are at plus two hundred. As a whole, they are the favorites, and you could probably say that about a lot of past Ryder Cups as well. But how many Ryder Cups have Europe won? We've already talked about this. They've won seven out of the last nine. Yeah, I think. As a whole, the U.S. has what should be the better team, and yet they don't get it done. At what point do you say, okay, these guys may be ranked higher in the rankings? Money might be on them, but they're not getting it done. Historically, they haven't gotten it done. That's where Rory McIlroy and Ian Poulter come into play. That's why they're the favorites in that match. And the book bookies in the rest of the world, DraftKings disagrees. I don't. I don't care about any of those people. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> don't ruin my story with facts. <laughs> Look, I don't give my a, feelings I don't, don't care about your facts, all right? I don't give a shit. <laughs> Match yeah. number three, Brooks Kepka and Daniel Berger against Lee Westwood and Matt's, yeah. Matt Fitzpatrick. I, that one is, I would say, that one's a bit of a toss-up. Justin and Jordan are the favorites. Dustin and Colin are I, the favorites. I think match one is going to be, I think that's my favorite Americans match. are favored in every match. But they're not going to win every match. Well, if you knew which one they weren't going to win, you could make some money. I, I'm not a betting man, unless it's push-ups. <laughs> Did you do yours, speaking of? I have. Oh, you looked away. Your eyes moved. 
Are you lying? I'm not lying. I just didn't. I didn't film it though. So I'm, I'm gonna do them again. And I'll film it, so we all have a record of it. But I yeah. did them. You didn't like eat like 21 push-up popsicles or something. You didn't. <laughs> nah, I, I don't really have much of a sweet tooth. Yeah. I th- I think that first match, I think that's probably gonna be my favorite match. Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth against John Rahm and Sergio Garcia. Yeah. Not only is it just a bunch of big names, but it's the first match early in the morning. The crowd's going to be amped. Like, they're ready. They've been waiting for this. Yeah. Like, there's going to be, it's going to be so ruckus at yeah. 7.05. Yeah. Justin and Jordan versus the Spanish flu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's. That that was one of my favorite predictions that I had was that I was like they just should put the Spaniards together. I mean, and just and then it like hit me. I was like, we'll call them the Spanish flu. Oh man! Hopefully, Justin and Jordan are are the vaccine that that wipe them out. We're gonna our there. That's Team Pfizer versus the Spanish <laughs> flu. <laughs> I, don't, I don't quite think that works, but. <laughs> Because well, Pfizer will come up with a vaccine. I but mean, here's the thing. Pfizer is not, like, from the U.S. <laughs> it's made in Germany. It's a German company. In my head, it's made in America, so don't ruin my story. I don't we care. bought a bunch of it, I so basically it's you, American. I don't care where you say it's made. I know it's made in America. <laughs> it doesn't – I don't care about truth. Your feelings don't care about <laughs> these facts. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is gonna be a good Friday morning of matches, though. I disagree with your facts. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, my opinion then, is your facts. Was there any? Wrong. Was there any of these matchups that shocked you? That shocked me. I don't. I don't know. Or I, I, we'll, we'll, we'll just say, like, I mean, there's surprised. Maybe. I maybe. actually saw them leaving off Brooks. I mean, him playing foursome, like, he could go yeah. low or he could have, you know, if he hits it crooked in the wind, in the cold, he it could be a long morning for his, his partner. I I didn't see Brooks and Daniel Berger. Um, no. That I thought it was going to be um, uh, possibly Brooks and Tony. In my head. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, there's no yeah no Bryson in the morning, no Tony, no Harris English, no Scotty Scheffler. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it might have been Brooks and. Scheffler or Brooks and Finau, but um, yeah, I guess. And and Berger was actually the one American. No, I, I did see him, but I saw him. I only saw him like wake one swing because he didn't pre- he didn't go to the practice range yesterday. So I was waiting to see his flat swing. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's gonna be. It's gonna be fun. Well, show how's the. How's the time doing? Should we make some picks? Yeah, let's make some picks. 
Let's make some picks for this Ryder Cup. Obviously, we're both picking the United States to bring it home, but uh, we're going to make some. It's going to be a landslide. The Americans <laughs> are going to bring Hurricane Ditka, and they are going to win all 28 points, and they're to zero, and that's how it's going to be. Yes. That's that's a pretty accurate Bears. prediction. The Bears. Duh, wow. Bears. Steve Stricker, duh, Bears. Well, it's not fair for us. We're biased, and I'll never say I'm picking Team Europe. So, Well, right. Um, so what we're going to do for our picks, we got four picks. We're going to each pick the best U.S. player and the best European player for the weekend, for the event, you know, record-wise. And then we're going to pick the worst two, the worst U.S. player, the worst European player. Our version of the trunk slammer. Yep, exactly. So those are going to be our picks for the Ryder Cup because we can't just, you know, pick a team because, as Nick alluded to, <laughs> we're Team USA all the way. Well, we can't pick matches because all we know is Friday right, Force. Right, exactly, that too. So. So, so full records well, of players. I won the- I won the regular season, so... You sure did. I will let you pick first. All right, are we doing Team USA player first? Yep. Okay. So, the Team USA player who I think is going to have the best record this weekend, I'm going to go with Justin Thomas. JT is going to get it done. Yeah. He's going to put the team on his back, though. I put the team on my back. Justin Thomas. Yes. Put the no, team I, on uh, his back. I definitely uh, could see him doing that as well. Um, okay. Who do you got? Who's your U.S. player? Is it going to be the guy hitting bombs out there? Winning his matches. Um, I'm going to roll the dice, even though he's a rookie. All right. No, I'm, I'll I'll save that for one sec. I'm I'm gonna go with my first gut, my gut instinct. Right. Um, he hasn't had the Good greatest idea. year, but he's played <laughs> well at Whistling Straits. He has a history um, of Ryder Cups. Uh, Dustin Johnson. He's a long hitter. DJ. Yep. He he loves this course, and yeah. he also has a ven- he has a vengeance for it, and he he's gonna have the crowd with him. I mean, if if the wind dies down at all, he's a, he bombs it. So it's a it's a bomber's course. Um, when the wind dies down, that was my first my gut instinct, and um, I'm sticking with it. All right, your gut. So you want to do? You gotta bring it back. Bring it back with the best European. Um, and are you? We gotta write this down. Are you not writing it down? I'm trying to. You rushed me. <laughs> Get it together over there. 
You want me to do it? I can just do it. No, I'm doing it. Okay. Um, and then the European. Best European. Who do you got? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the one I. I just think he's. It's gonna be fun to watch. I'm going Victor Hovland. All right. He's been. He's been pretty hot the last couple months, and I think he's just gonna. He's a rookie for them. So I'm going away from the experience, but. Okay. All right. Hmm. I think uh I think I'm going to go with I you know what? It's just that magic, man. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Ian the Polter. Ooh. All right. I just there's just something about him at Ryder Cups, man. Yeah, he does love this format, and he gets, you know, he gets fired up, and people, people get scared. <laughs> they just get scared out there. All right, and then worst U.S. player, the trunk slammer on the U.S. team. Yep. I'm going to pick. Um. I think it's good. You know what? I think it's going to be Brooks. I I, agree. I I have a feeling like, you know, he's kind of battling some, you know, some injury or he's fresh off. Why? You know, he's. I don't think he's going to be a hundred percent. Whether it be physically, mentally, whatever combination. I think he's. Uh, it's probably going to be a struggle out there for him. I hope he proves me wrong. Obviously, but. I think right. I feel like this could be uh, a struggle out there for him this weekend. All right. So he is going to be my U.S. trunk slammer. All right. Uh, for me, I'm going to bring that back and go uh, Scotty Scheffler. Scotty. Scotty doesn't know. Yeah. He was yeah. in the championship match. Of the uh, tour event down in Austin, Texas. He's got some match play chops to him. That was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. He's still... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's only 12 to pick from. It's the best in the world. But, uh, yeah, no, because he, he was <laughs> he was that one that got picked kind of over um, Berger and Scheffler over uh, Reed. So yeah. he's, he, was, he was a bubble boy. It's got begin with, you know, getting picked um, over a guy like Patrick Reed, who, I mean, he's done really well in Ryder Cups. Scotty might be feeling like, hey, I gotta show a little something. I gotta, I gotta make Captain Strick proud, you know. Uh huh. So, and then who are you going with for? Oh, you gotta do worst Euro, bud. I get, I get worst Euro. Yeah, you gotta bring it back with worst uh, trunk slamming Euro. 
Um, 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 do, you even, um, do you even know how to play this game to make these picks? I do. I've been doing burned, it forever. Burned, burned V's burger. Burned, he's gonna get burned. It's gonna get burned. All right. I should have picked Ian Poulter just to fuck. <laughs> oh man, um, I think I think the worst player for Europe is going to be. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be Matt Fitzpatrick. Because you don't like him? No, I. Hey, I. I saw him. I saw him when I was down at Augusta. I. I yelled out to him. We locked eyes. Okay. I'm basically best friends with him. Ah, uh, I see. I can see that. But he's like he's not having his best year. He's he's struggling a little bit out there. He does not. He hasn't. Doesn't have a great record in in match play. Yeah. No. He's he's Owen. He's 0-2, 0-2 and 0. Um, but he was blaming that. I heard him today, as a matter of fact, about, you know, it was on, it was it was here on foreign soil. It was a rookie. Well, guess where the Ryder Cup is, buddy? Here on uh-huh. foreign soil. You're back, back where you had a shitty record. <laughs> There's no excuses. Yeah. So. There's no crying in baseball. Yeah, I hope, this one was easy because I hope they all have a shitty week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Man, all right. Especially Poulter. <laughs> Especially Poulter. All right, so those are our picks. Uh, best U.S. player, Nick has DJ. I've got JT. Best European player, uh, Nick's got Victor Hovland. I've got Ian Poulter. Worst U.S. player, Nick's got Scotty Shuffler. I got Brooksy. Uh, and then worst European player, uh, Nick has Weisberger, and I have Fitzpatrick. Those are our picks. We'll see who... Uh, who predicts the Ryder Cup the best? Hopefully, Team USA comes out on top and finds a way to get it done. USA, USA, <laughs> USA. Nick and his his great shirt that he's wearing that unfortunately nobody else can see. Bald eagle with with sunglasses, aviator sunglasses, America on it. That was a. I, I enjoyed the pics you sent from from Whistling Straits that you sent with you and your dad <laughs> dressed up in that. That was great. <laughs> but yeah whistling straights it'll be fun to see it host a Ryder Cup it's hosted multiple PGA championships this is the first time Ryder Cup's coming to its door should yeah. be a good one first time in Wisconsin first time in Wisconsin USA all the way let's go let's go Arno Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960 <laughs> It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Huh.